What's up, my little mistakers, and welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast. I'm your host, Donovan McNeil, and each week my co-host Andrew Gleason and I have a guest on our show who opens up about mistakes that they've made in the past, and Andrew and I laugh at them with the hopes that you, our little mistakers, will learn the mistakes are okay and you'll go out and make some. Nothing will make us prouder than to read that someone robbed a bank in a Humor in Mistakes t-shirt. I hope your 2020 is going phenomenally. In 2020, this should be the year of trying something new. My mom used to say, don't stress about your decisions. Unless you have a kid or get a felony, most of your choices can be fixed. I haven't seen my dad since I was four, so I'm going to tweak her advice a little bit and say just focus on not committing crimes. There's a good chance your kid will turn out okay without you. In other words, ask that person out. Go for that promotion. Try that new sex position that involves swings and ropes. Why not? Our guest this week is Allie in the city. Her last name is not in the city. It's her Instagram and blog handle. But if my last name were in the city, then I would make my first name. I'm chilling or I'm running or I sell heroin at affordable prices in the city. Allie talks about the importance of therapy and going for what you want in life. Allie has insight on moving to a new city. So if you're thinking about moving or running away, this is the podcast for you. If you like her vibe, then follow her on Ally underscore in the city or visit her blog at Alyssa in the city. And Alyssa is spelled A-L-Y-S-S-A. The only way to spell Alyssa, according to Ally. So take a listen to this podcast, Little Mistakers. You'll enjoy it. What's up, my little mistakers, and welcome to the Humor in Mistakes podcast. I'm here with Allie, a Raleigh lifestyle blogger. She has a three-year-old golden doodle. I just found out what that was. Uh, she's an education coordinator for a nonprofit, and she has a blog about just picking up and moving here from Michigan without a job and figuring out what to do. I feel like that is so important because a lot of people get scared and just don't move i'm just jumping right into it yeah go like for it. are you just a jumper um no so it's actually really funny because anyone who knows me would be like oh my god that's so not like you i'm very type a like i need a plan i'm like kind of a stressful person in the way that i'm always like have to like know what the next step step is in my life so um that is totally not like me but i knew if i i'd wanted to do it for years and i was one of those people that was just like think of any excuse or your my parents were like don't do it you're gonna like you need a job like well, everyone was stressing me out so <laughs> i never did it for like three four years and then i finally was just like okay I had like just quit a job that I was like miserable at, and then I was like, okay, this is can the I time. Get a, can I get a high five? Yeah, on that? I did that this year. Yay! Yeah, I was uh, miserable. I quit, and then I was like, okay, this is the time. It's now. I had money saved up, so I just did it. It like terrified me. Don't I? I sound like really confident, but I was not <laughs> confident at the time. Um, I was very scared. I was super nervous. I was super anxious, um, and you know, it was great at first, and then like 
some things happened where it was just like, oh, this sucks. Like all the bad things are happening at once. And then it just like kind of took off from there. And here I am and I'm still here and I haven't ran home yet. So please don't. We, we got about an hour left. So yes. don't don't run. So uh, tell us a little. Oh, I'm here with Andrew Gleason, by the way. I just we just, I just right, in. Skip right over you. Uh, yeah, I got nothing to add. <laughs> you have nothing? Nothing. Sir, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. Uh, I, I want to keep, I want to start a counter. I think we're up to six or seven high fives that I have not been qualified for. <laughs> I have to be qualified I'm for I'm qualifying it. you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is a high five for cool, yeah, there genuine were, people. There yes. are a couple uh, no dads, grew up without dad high fives. There were a couple, I think there was one gay mom high five. Yeah. Are these the ones that you've been included in? No. no. Oh. I haven't been included in any. Because <laughs> well, oh. I know my dad and my mom is straight, so <laughs> I gotta gotta start booking guests that I can high five. Yeah. Uh, what's up with y'all can relate on? Uh, yeah, I mean, I you gotta jump in and you gotta like be ready for the You gotta initiate the high five. I got a dog. You got a dog? Tell me yeah. about your dog. I wanna so, know everything. She's <laughs> a, uh, she's a, uh, a, what is it, a dingo. What? Oh, that sounds made up. She's a dingo. Isn't that like some kind of Australian? She's an American dingo. No accent. Oh. Yeah. I feel like that's a made-up breed. Like, I don't feel like that's real. <laughs> he wants to get a high five. Here you go. <laughs> All right, dog. Let him get a high five. His dingo. <laughs> I see the look in his eyes every time he doesn't get a high five. So. I know. It's just soul-crushing a little bit. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, what's it like growing up in Michigan? Like, who were you? Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. You seem like a curve runner. Like, you seem like the person who got good grades. A curve runner. <laughs> I was like, where are you going with that? Um, yes, I was a very academic. I was um, kind of my mom wanted me to be perfect, basically. So I was always like the like had to be the best at everything. So I had to be. You know, the smartest, the prettiest, the most athletic, the most, you know, extracurriculars. So I've literally done probably anything you can think of, for the most part, within reason. Um, I grew up in a small town just north of Ann Arbor, Michigan. Um, and don't say go blue. They're the worst. Go green. Um, I'm a Michigan What's State that? grad. <laughs> okay, okay. Ann Arbor okay. is the home of University of Michigan. Okay. Um, and I went to Michigan State, which is the rival. Okay, so. okay. Draymond Green? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you said dream on green. I was okay. like, sure, yeah, they'll go. He dreams. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Well. Um, I think. Yeah. There's actually a really funny, I think it was him. It was him or someone else that went pro from Michigan State. It was actually really funny. They they did like an article about him and they were like, oh, he had a bunch of parking or parking tickets and um, tickets in general. And he's like, yeah, it's Michigan State. Like everyone has tickets. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes, okay. they do. They were like, seriously just like waiting for your like meter to go like they were like yeah. crazy about like parking tickets it was insane wow yeah so they keep the infrastructure <laughs> yeah literally one person had a uh, their hat thing from graduation why can't i think of it cap and they did like the spartan s in parking tickets and they tweeted at the msu police and it was really funny because they were like uh, something about I'm, I'm gonna miss you, I miss you, or something, and they tweeted back like, "Oh, looks like we're gonna miss you too." <laughs> yeah, man. Toward the end of the semester, they used to hike up and start yeah. ticketing everyone. It was time to make budget or something. Oh well, that's like year round. Okay. Like, yeah, for my college, so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how, what is the feeling having to be perfect? Um, it's very stressful. Yeah. Um, 
it's basically like you're kind of never gonna you know like everyone knows like realistically you're never gonna be perfect but you always have that like standard to live up to so you always just kind of feel like you're not meeting the standard or you're disappointing people um so it's not it's not a great feeling <laughs> let me tell you do you leave yourself like yelp reviews every night as you're going to bed like, <laughs> no. four stars on that interaction no like. um maybe a little bit maybe not like a star rating but i think maybe i do like a little bit of that but i'm sure my mom's got a ton of yelp reviews okay. for me <laughs> You're a, 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 a Yelp elite. How do you become an, a Yelp elite? <laughs> I didn't even know you knew that. Um, so basically, it's on yeah, yeah. Um, basically, you just uh, check in at a lot of places. So if you ever at somewhere, like I could check in here, um, or just anywhere. You can even do your doctor's office or your dentist, um, your work or whatnot. Um, you just check in, and then um, there's a little button. You go to the page of the business, and then you just hit check in when you're near it. Um, and then you just leave a reviews and then after a little bit you can like apply to be Yelp Elite or they nominate you um, or they like reach out to you and that's pretty much it. And that sounds so, amazing. Yeah, like you, just, you get invited to like cool events and stuff. Are you trying to be a Yelp Elite? Bro? I am. I <laughs> highly recommend it. <laughs> I've met a lot of cool people through it as well. Like, yeah. Do you just... I, I would walk in there like I was better than everyone, just like uh, shades on. And <laughs> well, you don't want to be like that. Okay, you, you don't want to be that. You want to like, be like kind of incognito. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I've had like <laughs> businesses reach out to me after like I left a bad review, like wanting me to come back. Um, which is kind of awkward because like you left a bad review and they're like wanting, they're like, oh, let us make it right, like you know, because. You're Yelp elite, but cater to you? Yeah, a little bit. A little okay. Bit. I had a lady a come into a restaurant I worked at back when I was like 16 in high school, and the boss pulled us all back to the back and was like, she is a secret shopper. She comes in like twice a year. So we had to be on our A game. It was so annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all aren't going to high five over that one. No, I, I'm <laughs> assuming they do the same for Yelpers, which, I mean, if we become the Yelp elite, then we get catered service, right? Yeah. It depends on if they know that you're Yelp elite. Um, it's not, like, super it. advertised. Um, unless they, like, follow you on Instagram or something. But And then you tell people. You don't even have to tell people you're Yelp elite if you don't want to. Um, it's really if, like if they notice that you left a bad review um, and they, you know, have any sense of kind of business, they'll want to like bring you back in to kind of fix it. Um, Just because if anything was broken, you'd want, you know, to prove that you could do better. Um, But yeah, I don't like expect anyone to do like the red carpet for me. Just, you know, it's really about just making sure people are getting the experience that they think they're going to get. Like, so, you know, some places have like really high prices for dishes and then it's just like, Okay, so like say like thirty dollars for dinner, like like entree, and then you go in there and it's like okay, I want to pay more than like fifteen, <laughs> maybe for that, you know, or something. Then it's like okay, well maybe like I don't want people like wasting their money on an experience okay. that's not, you know, up to par basically. You're making the world a better place through I restaurants. Am. I'm trying, yeah. Okay. <laughs> or experiences or businesses, yeah. Is there one that uh, still to this day stands as like the worst? <laughs> I'm not going to name any names, but um, I don't think I've had, like, a super horrible experience. Maybe only – I usually try not to give less – I think I'm only given, like, one business, like, two stars. Like, I tr- genuinely, like, have a pretty good sense where I'll go to places that are pretty decent. And it's, like, maybe – usually I'm, like, five star because I love a place, or it's, like, three or four because it's not like it was horrible. It just wasn't, like, up to what I was expecting 
based on like the price or or whatnot um or other reviews so i wouldn't like necessarily like basically unless they had like roaches i probably wouldn't give a place a one or something so i'm pretty generous okay i want to ask <laughs> the reverse of that question yeah of a lot of our little mistakers uh this is going to come out probably january 13th or something a month away from okay. february which is valentine's Ooh, day yes oh. for all the lovers out there yes for our <laughs> raleigh triangle listeners where should they take a date Ooh, that's a really good question. So it really depends on what you like, but some of my favorite places are Binamanda. Um, their pork belly soup is, <laughs> I see you writing down <laughs> my suggestions. Um, their this pork, is for the little mistakes. Yeah, right? yeah. Pork belly soup is amazing, <laughs> like to die for. Um, they're, also their salmon, it's like a sweet chili salmon or something. It's amazing. They have a bunch of really good stuff there. Um, Brewery Bivana, right next door to that, is also amazing. And I'm talking mostly Raleigh because that's where I live. Um, where else is it? I noticed you're not saying chilies or TGIF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Poolside Pies just opened up, which is in one of Ashley Christensen's um, restaurants. It's literally next to pools, which is why it's called Poolside Pies. So if you're into something more casual for like pizza, okay. they have really good stuff there too. Um, if you do go and you are above 21, you should get the Matthiasen wine. It's so good. Um, and their, I think it's their chocolate pudding. Um, which is made by a local chocolate shop like nearby, which is amazing. So this was owned by Ashley Christensen? Yeah, Ashley Christensen. Wasn't she the lady who had that affair website? Did she have her own restaurant? No, 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 it's the famous uh, chef in Raleigh, but I think there might have been also. I think oh, there was a website. Ashley Madison? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was like, no, did yeah. this lady start her own dating no. website and then her own, re- like, that yeah. is brilliant. She owns um, pools, uh, poolside pies. She has um, death and taxes, which is another really good one, but that's kind of more fancy expensive, so if that's not. If it's in your budget range, death and taxes. If not, like, no big deal. There's others. Um, what else? Do they? She owns Beasley's as well. I think Chuck's and Gravy. Like, she owns a bunch of restaurants in Raleigh. Um, and she won an award recently. I can't remember. James Beard Award or something. Um, but it's, like, a really big award for, like, chefs. And so she won hmm. that. And so it's pretty awesome. Okay. But, yeah. You heard it here first, little mistakers. <laughs> uh, go to Beasley's. You'll get the job done and have a great time. On uh, Beasley's is my favorite for brunch, by the way. Okay, but like, also don't go there because it's really hard to get in there already, and I don't want any more people <laughs> making me wait. How is so. their mimosa game? Um, it's good. I and the chicken waffles. If you're into that, I'm personally not because I don't like sweet or sweet and savory together. I'm more Andrew, of a savory. Start screening. I'm a savory breakfast person. Okay, they have the Carolina Reaper um, eggs Benedict and. Fire. It's absolutely like fire because it's really hot and also because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I did scream because I like spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying, not liking <laughs> chicken waffles. I don't know about this. I've interview. actually never had it. Okay. So I, w- I wouldn't say I wouldn't like it. I probably would. It's just like, say, like sweet breakfast for breakfast is just too much for me. Like you just woke up and there's a bunch of sugar. Like it's not, not for me. <laughs> You're speaking to a guy who eats cornflakes with sugar on them for breakfast. Not me. That's me. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you put more sugar on them or? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's so horrible for you. Hey, I'm not 30 She's yet. I can get away with it. you at the same time. Yeah, that's all right. All right. So let's talk about Alley in the City and your yes. Instagram. Yes. Uh, where did you come up with that name? You just out in the city and you're like, this is it. <laughs> 
Um, actually, I was struggling really hard to come up with a blog name. Um, so my blog is actually AlyssaInTheCity.com, but there is a like she used to be a Refinery Twenty Nine fashion editor who has the Instagram. So I'm Allie in the City on Instagram, but. Um, yeah, so really my coworker actually, the last job that I was telling you about that I really was miserable at, I had a really awesome coworker and I was like, I need help. I have no idea, like help me with a blog name. Um, I wanted it something with my name in it, but I wanted it to be kind of, um, not, in, I guess ambiguous a little bit, like location wasn't like, didn't have the location in the name basically in case I ever, you know, decided to move to a new city or something. Um, so yeah, so she really just came up with Alyssa in the city and then, um, yeah, Allie in the city became my Instagram because I didn't want, uh, Alyssa in the city and get confused with the other, <laughs> okay. the other girl. So yeah, uh, don't you have a person that has the same name as you out there? I do, and he's a fucking model. <laughs> oh, his does he Instagram have to... is on point. He's out in LA. Okay, and he's like some he's some model, and gotcha. it's just ridiculous. Oh. I gotta, so I, I have uh, another story with that because uh, so I'm Allie underscore in the city on Instagram because someone has Allie in the city. I'm like screwed. I someone has Allie in the city. Someone has Alyssa in the city. But the girl that has Allie in the city like literally doesn't post. Her name's not even Allie or Alyssa or anything. And you I'm think just like she would notice if you reported her? I don't know. Like I messaged her, I was like, dude, like you clearly don't post. Like it's not even your name. Can you please right? just let just me have it? it? And she like won't. She never responded. Uh I did I wanna do the same thing. Uh I changed my name on Facebook and stuff recently because there's a pastor out there named Justin McNeil. Yeah. And I wanted to be rude to him, but I also didn't want to piss off Jesus. So <laughs> Uh, I let him rock. He's doing pretty well. I'm just, I, I got to play the waiting game. I'm hoping that all of the really negative and dark aspects of the modeling industry ruin this guy. <laughs> <laughs> all righty then. <laughs> oh, wow. Just joking. Um, sorry, that made me laugh. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite part of collabing? Oh, um, meeting new people. I've actually met a lot of really awesome people. So there are a lot of food bloggers in Raleigh and in the Triangle in general. So a lot of the times, um, so mine's lifestyle. So it's not just food, but obviously that's like a part of it. Um, so I do, people think I'm like a food blogger, but I'm not. I just eat, go out to eat a lot because all my friends want to go out to eat. And that's just like what you do. And then also all my friends are food bloggers. And then I'm also Yelp elite. So, um, <laughs> oh, I was asking you, uh, what's your favorite part about collabing? Oh, so working with them is awesome. Working with businesses is really cool. So a lot of businesses will want you to come in to kind of um, showcase their new restaurant or or what have you to give you the, the first peek um, to kind of make people jealous and want to kind of go FOMO and all that. Um, so, yeah, so that's like the really awesome part. And then meeting people, I've actually become really good friends with a lot of people in the Raleigh area and even outside of Raleigh that are other lifestyle bloggers. I'm actually really good friends with this girl in like Ohio now, um, even though I don't even live near there anymore. Um, we're like friends from afar. So it's really awesome to kind of just talk with other people who get it. Um, and the struggles, because you know, a lot of people are like, "What are they? What is that girl doing?" Like, I knew that girl in high school. Like, why does she think she's a blogger? Like, you know, or what, whatever. So, like, and then kind of connecting with people, because it's a lot harder to be a lifestyle blogger than it is a food blogger. Because food blogger is just pictures of food, and people, anyone can get behind that. Because like, who doesn't like food? But when you're trying to like kind of be open and honest, 
about your experiences and share advice with people um people it's harder because people don't really get behind that as much because they're like who's that girl to like give people advice or or whatnot so yeah that's tough yeah. uh, because you're giving advice as you're living your life mm-hmm. and a lot of advice tends to be after the fact especially when you're reading the book it's like well Oprah's writing this book but she's already I'm not mm-hmm. saying that she doesn't have problems now but <laughs> it's, a couple billion dollars makes problems yeah, a yeah. lot yeah. easier um, I prefer so yeah, to have those problems <laughs> exactly <laughs> So I think it's always interesting that you're writing about it as you're going through it. As I'm going through it, some of it's like, because I've moved from different cities, like in Michigan, and then I moved here. So I've had some experiences with some of the stuff previously. Like I have a post about like how to make friends as an adult. Like I really struggled with that. Like I went to school with like 400 kids, like total. Like I knew everyone's like social security number. Like we were there (laughs) since birth. You know what I mean? Like there was no new people like ever so like I go to then I go to a college with 50,000 people and I'm like oh my god like I don't even know how to like make friends because like I've never had to um it was really just like you were forced into those situations from birth and then you just kind of like had to be friends with people it wasn't like you had those like awkward conversations about like hey do you want to be my friend or hey do you want to like without being like you know the people think you're coming on to them or something like oh do you want to go get a drink or you know it's just like that whole awkwardness so there was like Some of that was from previous and then also like the experience of it here because obviously things are different and how like different cities there's different resources to make friends but um yeah so that's basically that stuff and then also some other posts that like kind of were previous like before i moved so like they happened i wrote them after i had moved and i was like okay here's the advice i would give to someone later on um after going through it like was that a good idea was that not a good idea um and then kind of give advice based on like my situation is not gonna be everyone's situation so like I sold all my stuff someone might want to bring all their stuff so I kind of like talked about like me going through the process of deciding like how I was going to move and then like what I would have done or like resources for people who are going to do it like a different way so I try to give like advice not based on just my experience of how like I've else I've moved even if it was in within state or out of state, so yeah, yeah. Like, you're like keep a dresser. Yes, maybe keep something. <laughs> maybe take a bed with you. Yeah, take, take a bed. Uh, hangers are important. Yes, clothes are very important. You know, things to cook with might be helpful. Don't yeah. sell everything. Yeah, maybe not. That's why I didn't skip my first apartment. I didn't move with a bed or a mm. dresser. I had a computer desk, but everything you would ever need for a kitchen. <laughs> I had the slow cooker, the cro- like the crock pot, like yeah, all of that, all stuff. the utensils, yeah, yeah. Those are useful. Those, yeah. those are really useful. Roommates always need that. <laughs> um, someone needs to cook. Yeah, it's not gonna be you though, right? Oh uh, no, I'm a cooker. Oh, okay, I'm a cooker. Okay. What's your What's your favorite dish to make? I hate when people ask me that question. I literally make everything. Um, I guess my favorite, if I'm gonna be like someone important, li- like labor over. of love, like. Cajun chipotle chicken alfredo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But that's like really time consuming. So like I'm not doing that like on the regular <laughs> like because I make it all from scratch like the, the alfredo and everything. So yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, my favorite thing to cook is pulled pork barbecue. Yeah. Okay. So labor of love for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So wait, are you doing like the East Carolina barbecue? I'm or? doing it. Uh, yes. The vinegar base. Yes. Okay. And lots of uh, onion or chili powder. Okay. And lots of onions. 
For those that don't know, there's a very big debate on East Carolina barbecue versus West Carolina barbecue. Um, East is more vinegar based, so. East side all day. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not uh, a fan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Start screaming these I'm from the Midwest, okay? <laughs> wow. We like it saucy. Yeah, I'm from California, and it's all, like, tomato-based out there. Yeah. I've never walked out of interview, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so fucking This is funny. so yeah. controversial, y'all. Oh, yeah. So controversial. Oh, man. Uh, me, oh, uh, homemade chicken. What'd you say? We should book Jack Chrissy again, and you should <laughs> walk. out. <laughs> I do want to have one walk-out interview. Just right. can't yeah. do it anymore. Where you walk out or yeah. where I walk out? Where the host walks out. Okay. The host walks out. <laughs> I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> Can you back this up? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this interview is over. Exactly. Get her out of here. <laughs> over barbecue, it's fine. <laughs> if that's uh, the hill you want to, you know, die on, that's fine. It's not going to be used. Okay. I got to get more established, so it's it's impressive that I walked out of the interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, still, we're building this thing from the ground yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. might not be the time. It's not. I'm not good enough to walk out yet. Yeah. yeah. You got to know where you're at in life. Is that in your blog? <laughs> Knowing where you're at in life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but maybe it should be. Uh, okay. Um, what's your What's your meal? Uh, homemade chicken parm. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. I think you knew that. I knew that. Yeah. Have you had it? No, I asked him what to make for a date. Did once. you make it? Uh, no. What'd you make? No, we went out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, nah, I'm going to give up on that. I look, I like efficiency. Okay. <laughs> my, uh, my meal preparation depends on how much I like you. Like, the more I right. put into it, mm -hmm. if it's just a thing, then uh, you're probably getting a meal out of a box. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting spaghetti. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so you you were recently saying that uh, work was kicking your butt. Yeah, um, work has been crazy. So my job goes through like seasons um, and not, not to say that some seasons are not as busy as others. They're just busy in a different way. So like January through May is super busy class wise. We put on about I think last year we put on 40 classes or this year, I should say 40 classes. Um, and so every day of those days, which is 40 days out of the year, I was, you know, wasn't able to do any of the other work that I have to do. I have to like, you know, sit there and be there for if they need anything and which they always do. Um, and there's about 15 to like 80 people in a class. So as you can imagine, if like 80, you know, even half those people need something from me of those 80. It's a lot of me running around. So, um, so that, and then also like the prep that goes into it. So, um, there was a lot of that time. And then also I had to plan a whole calendar and budget for 2020 in the summer. And then I was traveling for work. So then there was that. So I was like, Oh, like summer, I'm going to get a break. Like, no. Um, <laughs> and then there was the whole, like getting ready for the sponsorships program for 2020. I read like completely redid how they were doing it. So that took a lot of time. And then the marketing and all that is going on right now for the classes in 2020. So yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats. Okay. So, yeah. Just, you just penciled us in. You're like, oh, I can get you on Yeah, camp. I'm like, I'll get you some sponsorships. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about some of your mistakes that you've made. Uh, let's. Uh, do you think the people know you? Do, do I think the people know me? Yeah, the little mistakers. I don't think the little mistakers know me. Um. But... 
I can't believe you guys think I've ever made a mistake in my life. Um, <laughs> I've actually, so I, I don't have like, I have a lot of mistakes. It's hard to pick just one. I was trying to listen to kind of see, so I'm not like picking something you guys have heard before, but I think I've kind of mentioned it before that, um, you know, that I was, I'm a very kind of anxious and like type A and um, can be a little like get stressed very easily. Um, and I kind of like need stress almost a little bit. Like I just kind of have a baseline level of stress. And like, if I don't have that, like, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? I need to be like stressing about something. So um, for a long time, my parents, um, you know, they're kind of in that age where they, they like frown on therapy and they're like, oh, like don't go to therapy. Like it'll be on your record or whatever even that means. I don't, yeah. I don't really know. And I was like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, my record. Like I don't want it on my record, my you know? Permanent record. So right. It's a file that Morgan Freeman has and Bruce Almighty. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, I'm like, oh gosh, my record. Um, so I didn't go to therapy for a really long time. And then I, when I did, when I was like 18, um, I think it was like 18, I just like, didn't really know a whole lot about it and like I went to like a couple sessions with someone and it just wasn't like jiving or vibing with them um and then I went again a few years later kind of like ruled it out I was like it's not for me and then a few years later something happened and I went again and I went like twice and then I also wasn't vibing with that person so I kind of ruled it off again and then like after moving here um my best friend actually goes to therapy as well and um she was recommending like work very similar it's kind of scary we're like the same but almost not um but our life experiences are very similar so she's like you know it really helped me I think you should go and you know I was like yeah 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 like I'm gonna go like I know I need to and then I finally did and I found like an amazing therapist and like my life has like changed ever since so um I guess my mistake was putting it off for so long and finding someone who was a good fit for me and to kind of work through all that stuff that I've been kind of bottling up um my whole life basically so that's my one big one, I guess. Once you get that uh, therapist that you vibe with, it is so relaxing. Oh, my God. Life-changing. Life-changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, like, cry a lot, with. but it's fine. <laughs> uh, well, I've had two, I've had a few therapists. Uh, my favorite was my last one mm-hmm. for multiple. Why? Well, I've had amazing that's very, therapists. That's very personal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah, why you ask me that? Very personal question, sir. Uh Share if you want to. <laughs> so I had one therapist I vibed with because I just kept it 100% real. And she kept it 100% real. She was like, Manila, you fucking up. Yeah. yeah. And we would you just talk like that. You got to be brutally honest in therapy or it's not going to be helpful. And um, then uh, she left because she was going someplace else. And then my other therapist admittedly was like ridiculously hot. And like, so that's probably not a good vibe. No, no, it was a good vibe. We, yeah, no, it was. I uh, started booking extra appointments. Uh, no, I did not. It's like Andrew going not. into debt, but I just, I gotta see her. Oh my not gosh, true. if you could see Andrew's face right now and like the light bulb that just went over his head, he's like, oh, therapy. But no, it was good because I wanted to impress her. I would work harder on everything that she assigned me. Okay. So. <laughs> My question is this, how long until you trust the therapist? It depends on you and how comfortable they make you feel. And, you know, obviously I haven't had like anything like, yeah, I've had some stuff happen to me, but it wasn't anything where it was like super horrible that like I felt, you know, I'm sure that it takes other people a lot longer. It took me about... I want to say so I go like every two weeks I take me about like a month so like two two maybe three sessions before um we talked about anything like super serious like real 
to the point where like the ones where you're crying like the, if you're not crying in therapy you're not doing it right I'm just like I'm just gonna put that out there um, and it's like where it gets worse before it gets better so like don't think like oh I just like bawled my eyes out I can't go back like no that's like when you're starting the healing and the you know working through the problem and that's when you're really getting in there um, so it took me about two three sessions so but other people might be different I wouldn't you know it always just feels like an awkward like brunch to me. <laughs> brunch. You got to find the right one. I need blunt therapists. That's what I've realized. Yeah. The True. ones that are like touchy-feely, like, oh, it's going to work out. Just be positive. Mm-mm. Yeah. I need. So you made this decision. That's completely what you didn't want to do. Why'd you do it? Explain it. Did you really want to do it? And I just need those blunt kind of mean questioning. Like. Yeah, I kind of need a mix because I'm I can get a little bit defensive okay. if someone comes like at me. So it has to be kind of like she actually knows me really well, like only after going there for like two months. Like, honestly, when I told her about the moving thing, like within like the first session, she was like, mm, that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> I'm like, how do you know? She's like, you seem very type A to me. And I'm like, mm, she knows me already. So I was like, oh, you've we're going to be a good my, fit. <laughs> you've been reading my diary? I know. She was just like, mm, that doesn't sound like you. I'm like. You're not wrong. <laughs> so what you would you say to encourage someone who is like on the fence about therapy? They're you. They've been twice. They, they're, and they're like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, basically, so you have to find the right person. So don't rule it out just because you haven't found the right person yet. Once you find that, it's kind of like a romantic partner in a way. Like you're just going to click right away. You're just going to jive and it's just gonna like make sense like as soon as after i went to the first session i was like oh my god like i found somebody for me and i was like so excited about it um and about therapy in general like after the first time going after i've been a few times with a few other therapists and i was just like not into it and then now i like love going like i genuinely want to go every two weeks um i'd go more if i could afford it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so really just don't rule it out um Go when you're ready. You know, I wasn't ready for a long time. My friend was telling me for almost a year and I finally went like and she was like so proud of me. (laughs) But it took a lot because you have to kind of admit that you have a problem and that um, I'm not someone who's good at asking for help (laughs) type A. Um, But yeah, so basically you just you got to admit it and you like you're not going to get better until you talk about it and not everyone's going to get it. And so therapist is kind of like there to help you work through it in a safe way and just really um, maybe even call you out on stuff that you may have already known, but you just don't want to admit to yourself or to kind of point things out to you in a different way that maybe, you know, your friends might be able to say it in like a way that's like comforting, you know, but your therapist is going to be like, well, maybe you do that because of this or thing that happened to you or do you maybe you think you're projecting or do you maybe think like, <laughs> and you're like, oh God, yeah, I am. Um, and it helps you kind of get your mind around it and kind of work on And she doesn't like tell me like, anything like at least for now like I don't have anything super serious that happened to me but like she'll like I kind of how do I say this she doesn't like okay like if you do xyz you're gonna get like better like no she's like okay well this is something that we need to to talk about and work through and work on um and it's up to me to implement it but she's there to help me kind of point me in the right direction and kind of point things out to me that maybe I never noticed before and kind of give me some like tools and techniques to help like cope so if you need help, like, there's no shame in it. I'm, like, I've, I'm almost, like, I don't, like, even, like, telling people in my personal life sometimes, but here I am announcing it on a podcast that <laughs> I go to therapy, so, um, yeah, there's no shame in it. I don't, don't let your parents or anyone else tell you that, you know, 
anything bad like my parents did like therapy's gonna go on your record I don't need I still don't know what that means like I really don't is there a record I don't know but don't let that get to you um even you don't even have to like go to get like medication if that's not something like if you just even need to talk like there's therapists for that so definitely check it out I highly recommend it it's been life-changing for me so yeah there there are therapists that you can just walk in Mm -hmm. talk for 45 minutes not even get apps now dude Uh, oh is it talk space is one not a sponsor but uh yeah they got like fucking third party or not third party they got apps and shit you can connect you can skype with the therapist for 25 bucks yeah, I think they like text and there's video chats and yeah, there's all that stuff for therapists now, but I've never tried that, but well with Talkspace, but my therapist does do like web conferencing if, if need be. So that's an option as well. If you can't like physically go to an office. I'm going to start my meeting uh, my new therapist at the beginning of the year. Her name is Barb, short for Barbells. Hitting the gym, the only therapist I need. No, hey, that's the type of therapy, you know. Do it. Health is wealth. Do what you need to do. Uh, get money, drink water. <laughs> is that a saying? Uh, it is this one battle rapper I follow. Oh, okay. yeah. He gotcha. says, "Get money, drink water." He's a very health conscious. Uh, I like guy. that. I like that. It's positive. Get money, drink water. Yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. You're in marketing and stuff, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about branding. Okay. Yeah. I got one. I quit drinking with Gleason. Right now it's... Did uh, you quit drinking? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, Gleason's greetings for the holiday season. That's the hashtag I'm pushing. Okay. Like season's greetings. And... See, what you got to do is you got to look at her face as soon as you say it. <laughs> and I can see. I can see. I wish you all could see my face right now. <laughs> well, I guess you Before, can. Because she's a professional, so she quickly recovers. Right. I guess what I'm saying is I need a, a motto. Okay. A, a sl- slogan. Okay. Um, Glee for Gleason. Um, no. no. No, that TV show is whack. So uh, is this motto like... For your life, for your personal for your per- branding, personal. Okay, I'll have to. Some, I'll have to learn more about you. I'll have to like research. Get money, so drink weird. water. Get money, so I'm like health water. conscious. Are you health conscious? Yeah. Okay. Now I am. That, well, uh, that, uh, I mean, you put like sugar on your cornflakes. Oh, well, right. No, I am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm health conscious. I put sugar on my cornflakes. See, this is what therapists do. They call you on your bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. I gotta think. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. I'll, I'll have one by the end of this episode. You're just going to be thinking of... I can multitask. Mm-hmm. I'll think of one, too. Okay. We should all think of uh, a slogan. For ourselves or yeah, for him? For our slogan. <laughs> for ourselves. And for me. And for <laughs> okay. and, um, what other mistakes have you made along the way? Um. Let's see. Let's see what we have. Like, how did there. you deal with having to be a perfectionist? Like, because because what ends up happening with perfection? Yeah, am I dealing with it? People, I don't know. <laughs> um, is that they sometimes per- perfection doesn't exist, so that like tends yes. to stress them out. Yes. So how did maybe you... that's my baseline stress level? I'm just... <laughs> um. So basically, I mean, I was good at a lot of things, so it wasn't like. You know, I always knew I was good at stuff, smart, whatever. Like, so it wasn't like, so like I knew I was enough for myself, but it was always that like, am I enough for my parents? Am I going to make them proud? Um, Soccer? Yeah, I have soccer. Okay, I I just guessed that. I was like, what sport does he play? Soccer? I I played every sport pretty much. Were you a baller? No. I played basketball um, and volleyball, soccer. I was a dancer for 10 years. I did cheerleading for six years. I Shooting guard? 
Um, I feel like you should yes. have your own TLC show. I should. <laughs> yeah. Everyone tells me I should have my own show all the time. <laughs> Okay. Do you guys think so? This is, yeah. 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 We should push that agenda. We should. <laughs> we should. You have you have the TV face. When you're able to control your yeah. facial reaction. Because when you said Glee for Gleason, her initial reaction was like, and then she called it within a millisecond. <laughs> That's I was what like, they want. I don't know him that well. I should probably not make that face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're shooting at uh, 60 frames per second. We'll be able to catch the exact. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's zoom like in. Zoom Ralph, in on that exact moment. Ralph Wiggum moment. Exactly. When the <laughs> Valentine got. Um, you heard that TLC call me there you go yeah, hey we know <laughs> a couple people in LA let's make it happen there you go um, making calls mistakes let's see um, so yeah perfectionism like it was more like meeting my parents expectations and wanting to make them proud than myself because I was proud of myself um, but my parents weren't really like emotional so they weren't ever like really saying that I think I was 25 before my mom ever said she was proud of me for the first time so that was only a year ago so <laughs> doing well um so well, maybe you weren't doing well before <laughs> <laughs> crushing it no um it wasn't like I knew that they were but it just like hurt that they never said that so um yeah so it wasn't and then I just had to learn to be okay with that and I had to like manage as I'm doing in therapy manage my expectations for for other people and what they can realistically give me emotionally so um that's another thing you should go to therapy for <laughs> you know managing expectations um but yeah so that's it was really hard in a way because like everyone else is telling you how great you are and then like your no like your parents are just like radio silent on that and so it's just kind of like okay well everyone else thinks I'm great like why don't you think I'm great? Or why aren't you telling me? Um, and, you know, the five love languages, like, people express their loves in different ways. And, like, knowing that now, like, I look at it and they, like, they were, sh like, expressing it in a different way. Like, my mom was always, like, acts of service. Like, my both my parents actually were acts of service people. Like, my dad was a mechanic. He was always fixing. I would never, like, had to see a mechanic until I moved here. Like, he was always fixing my car, you know, doing stuff around the house and just, like, doing stuff for me. Um, he actually would never teach me how to, I still don't know how to change a tire to this day. He's like, I don't want you doing that. Like, he's just like, just call AAA. And I'm like, you're a mechanic. It's kind of embarrassing at this point, you know? I'm like 26 and I don't know how to change a tire. I just want to know. I'm like, I just really, like, it's embarrassing. You just Are really you need to single tell me. child? No, I'm actually the youngest of six. Oh, wow. Can you even believe it? <laughs> That's its own TLC show. Yeah, there you go. It's like all the reasons to give me a TLC show. Um, but yeah, no, um... What was I thinking? My dad, yeah. They just showed their love in different ways, and I was more, I'm more, yes, acts of service, but I'm also, like, a words of affirmation. So, like, I clearly wasn't getting that words of <laughs> affirmation. So, yeah. Um, yeah, enough about my, like, <laughs> life. Were they, like, were they protective of you? Were you, like, kind of yes. sheltered? I know, like, that sounds negative, but. Like, shelter, like, um, in what way? Like, not teaching you... He didn't want you changing a tire, so that is kind of telling. I think it was kind of... Like, sounds bad, but maybe a little misogynistic a little bit. Because, like, I never had to do, like, outside chores. It was always, like, in-the-house chores for me. And then my brothers had to do, like, other manly things, you know? Like, take the garbage out and, like, do all that. I never had to do any of that. So maybe it was a little bit of that. And maybe it was a little bit of, like... I don't know. He didn't want me like on the side of the road trying to change a tire like on the yeah. highway and get hit by a car or something. I don't know. It could have been both. Yeah, I don't think shelter was the right word to use. Uh, yeah. I mean, more just like protective or. Uh... I, 
think it was a little bit of both. Um, yeah. Kind of just like not and to say that my dad doesn't think like women can do things like obviously, um, but it's just more like he doesn't want me to have to do those things when like there's someone else there to do it for me. Um, so that I don't want to like make my dad sound bad. <laughs> so. I'll say it. I benefited from some of the, So I grew up with my grandma, mm-hmm. and she had old school ways, and I have four sisters. Yeah. And I benefited from it. Like, I never had to really cook. But the fact that the thing is, I cook now, and no one else cooks in my family, really. Really? Yeah. But my grandma would be upset when my sister, when I would cook, because she's like, men aren't supposed to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she was like, I'm not saying she's the same as your dad, but it's this grew up like that old school. But I had to take out the trash and do everything else. But yeah. Didn't mind it. Yeah. Meals are better. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wish, like, I never even had to cook when I was younger. Like, I didn't, I don't even know what my parents were teaching me, but I literally had to learn, like, when I became an adult, like, when I went away to college, like, how to do laundry. Like, I didn't even know how to do laundry. Like, I don't know what, like, I guess I just, like, put the dishes away. I don't really know what else I did at home. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Mom and Dad. You were just there. Um, I think I just, like, convinced them that I couldn't do laundry. I was, like, really good at it. Like, they would be like, oh, like, go, like, switch a little. I'm like, you guys don't want me I touching your clothes. I don't know what you mean. I know, I I'm like, you, like, they'll all turn red. Like, you don't want me to touch them. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, like, really, I promise, because we all did our laundry together. We didn't, like, separate, because, you know, I'm in sports. I needed clothes, like, all the time. Um, so I just, like, talked myself out of it. Is your whole family type A? Um, no. My brothers are not at all. And maybe it's, like, I don't know. My mom, maybe a little bit. Yeah. The reason I was asking, because I know type A people, because I used to do what you did, is uh, if you do it wrong, the type A person will take over. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, even you mentioning doing something wrong, I'm like, no, I got to do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to stop I would in. sweep wrong, and then my, yeah. my grandma and my sister were like, oh, I just got to take over. You're not doing it right. Yeah, but then you got out of stuff, exactly. didn't you? Yeah, there you go. Okay. What, what could I or Andrew do wrong? That you would just take over, like immediately, <laughs> like it would bug you to your core. Ooh, maybe something with cooking would bother me. I'd be like, oh, just let me, just let me take over. Um, what else? Probably taking photos. Cropping a photo. That's weird. Yeah. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> taking a photo, cropping. I'm like, oh no, just let me take it. Okay. Um, what else? What else? What else? Know. At the end of the podcast, I gotta take a. That's so oh, much yeah, pressure. Yeah, we gotta now. take a photo. I'm, I don't have a photographer's eye. I, yeah, I, I do naturally, so it's just like, I'm like, how do you not see that like background was horrible? Or did you not see that was in there? Um, or that I'm lighting so was horrible? To take this photo. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably should take it outside, to be honest, since the lighting is much better. True. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. This will be the and well, actually, we'll I don't know. Outside. Depending on the time, it might be like pitch black. Okay. <laughs> So we'll see, but we're getting um, photo feedback. Yeah. Okay. I'll definitely like maybe give you some tips on for your Instagrams. <laughs> I like Take that. note of that. <laughs> Good guess. I'm Good trying. Guess. I'm Good. trying. Uh, I've been reading. I took a bunch of marketing classes this year. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I hate Instagram. Kudos <laughs> to you though for like learning about it to like better yourself. Kudos. Well, I mean, apparently my timing is off off because the algorithm is just getting worse and worse and it's like it is yeah as soon as i figured it all out it's changed (laughs) whatever i'm on tiktok now (laughs) i I saw you post a tiktok yeah yeah hey man target demographic (laughs) doesn't it make you a little bit depressed though these people are just doing like just whack stuff and they're making like 26 million dollars a year and you're just like going to your like (laughs) 
like $40,000 a year job and you're like, cool. Thanks. If someone would have told me that gaming was going to be so popular, that's all I would have done in college. I have a friend who's a gamer. Uh, he doesn't make much, but he makes enough to live off of. Like, I would have been that dork that y'all like, you going to the party? Nope. I was sitting here playing video games because I'm going to be ready in five years. Oh, my God. But you yeah. wouldn't have honed your skills in other areas. Like, would you rather get paid a bunch of money to play games or do you really enjoy performing? Um, If I could sit down and play video games all day and make money, I would make enough to pay my bills and then go work on something else. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah, like, the end goal is, like, I don't know. But Twitch is, like, also performing, too. You have to, like, you're not just sitting there playing a video game and, like, not talking to anyone because that's boring. Who wants yeah. to watch yeah. that? You kind of have to be, like, a personality and perform a little bit. So you True. can kind of combine. And then you can also do other things besides gaming now on there. There's, like, artists and stuff, so you could, like, do other things. Or just, then people will just, like, cook or something on there. Like, you can do anything on Twitch now. Ooh, look at this marketer mm -hmm. over here. I mean, my, my ex was on Twitch, so. Okay. <laughs> I'm familiar. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk to you about, because I relate on this. Okay. Uh, recharging for an introvert. Yes. Oh Please my gosh. Please describe that. I'm so passionate about this topic. <laughs> I'm an introverted extrovert, as I call myself. So when I'm in social situations, I'm super social. Like no one, like I tell people I'm an introvert and they're like, what? Um, really it is, all it is, is that an introvert, you need to recharge your social battery. So from extroverts, they just like go out and they need that social interaction in order to like feel fulfilled. And like introverts don't. It actually drains them a little bit not to say that it's not beneficial to be social um it is it's just like at a certain point and depending on the person i found and like the environment and whatnot can be either drain more draining or, or less draining so um you know if it's a significant other you really enjoy spending time with you can spend more time with them and feel like less drained than if you were in like a whole house party of people that you didn't know or, or whatnot. Um, so really just like recognizing that because I've noticed also I can get a little like irritable when I'm like, and it's like, it doesn't really like click for you at first that it's like, okay, I've had too much social interaction. It's not <laughs> like you have this like indicator, like, you know, when you're hungry, your stomach hurts or something. But when I'm starting to get irritable, I'm like, oh my God, I've been like being social too long and I need to like take a step back because I'm like, I just can't handle people anymore. And that's why I'm being a little bit irritable. Um, so really just making sure that you're like scheduling or not scheduling events, but scheduling that time with yourself to recharge and stay home, read a book, like watch a show, hang with your dog, like do whatever it is you like to do by yourself, um, or even just do stuff by yourself and just, you know, even go to a bar by yourself or go to the movie by yourself. Just spending that time alone, just really to recharge. It's very important because otherwise I would be a monster. <laughs> so being an introverted can be addicting. Mm -hmm. like just chilling by yourself oh, is so it's the amazing. Best. Yes, it's the best. That was a, uh, I had a major breakthrough recently realizing that, uh, I am most productive and healthiest when I'm not hanging out with some of these people out here. It is. I, I mean, I like coming here and I don't know. I think it's like if I hear sound around, it's my preferred introversionist. So I like to go do work at coffee shops because no uh -huh. one's talking directly to me, but there's sound around. But I'm still there alone, technically. Yeah, you're getting that social interaction in a way, but you're also just like getting that time alone at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I get too wrapped up in other people. Oh, okay. Are you an extrovert? I don't know. 
I'm quiet. Okay. And I'm definitely shy at first, but uh, yeah, I just want to hang out a lot. Okay. So you're yeah. probably an extrovert, though. Probably. Do you feel like after hanging out with people a lot, do you feel like energized about it? Or do you feel a little bit yeah, like, I mean, tired wanna, or drained? I've always been like, I just want to keep the party going for okay, a week straight. Okay, then you're straight. an extrovert for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's not us. We're like, all right, yeah, gotta go. <laughs> but I end up neglecting like my own shit. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it, bad it, in a yeah, way. Yeah, it's bad for me. Yeah. So yeah, trying to put boundaries up. Yes, boundaries are really hard. I also struggle with like I'm a people pleaser, and I can't like I have a hard time saying no. Um, so people are like, "Oh, let's go this thing," and I'm like, oh, "I really shouldn't. I have all this other thing, but I don't want to disappoint that person. See, don't want to yeah. disappoint anybody. So then I'm like, "Oh yeah, for sure." Like, and then I'm overextending myself, which also leads to me being drained as an introvert a lot because I get invited to all this stuff and I'm like yeah sure yeah sounds great I do want to do all those things it's just I have to be realistic about my time and my my energy soon they will be robots that can look just like us and we can send those robots to big events that we don't want to go to that'd be great that would be amazing also I can't wait until cars can drive themselves I know it's like controversial and like people don't want that but I, I want it so bad because I hate it <laughs> see the problem with that is like let's say you're hanging out with someone y'all are supposed to be hanging out you find out that they sent their robot instead do you get upset yeah but they sent them they like took time to send a robot this is going into yeah, how do we feel deep. about we're robots deep. here. <laughs> Are robots to be treated with the same amount of respect as people if they're identical? Because if that's the case, then I don't know. It's tough. Fuck. Someone get Isaac Asimov on the... <laughs> yeah. Would you be upset, I think is the question, if someone sent a robot like in place of themselves to hang out with you? No, because I would likely have a robot out. <laughs> you would also have the robot yeah. out there. <laughs> so it's just like, no one would ever find out because they're both robots. Got it. Okay. That would be a good know. movie if yeah. at the end the twist is like this couple that fell in love. It's like one of them turns out to be a robot. But then what? The other one's Double a robot twist. Too. There's a. <laughs> It's oh like my God, okay, I think we just came up with our million dollar movie idea. There we go. I mean, they did that movie about the guy falling in love with his like phone. So I think we. I, I think there's a market for this. It's on my list too. I haven't seen it, but it looks yeah. great. But I think we found our market. You know. There you go. And yeah. speaking of uh, self-driving cars, that has some implications too. Yeah. Because you're never really going to be able to be late for anything because traffic's going to be optimized. So you can't ever. You can't blame even lie and be like, "Oh, yeah. it's traffic." <laughs> that will be get me in trouble at work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, traffic, man! That yeah. is, you can be. I blame traffic so fucking much. I think though, like I'm late because I don't want to drive. So like, if someone was driving or like my car was driving for me, you know, I wouldn't want have to be late. So I'm more of just like, oh, I have to go drive 30 minutes to get somewhere. Like I don't want to go. And you <laughs> like, can get that 30 minute refresher nap now. Yeah. You're energized for the meeting. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be great. It'd be the life. Yeah. Naps, food, movies. You could snack. Pretty great. Yeah. I'm like really bummed that it hasn't happened yet, though. You know, because like all these like futuristic shows from like back in the day were like flying cars and like we haven't even like mastered like self-driving cars on the road let alone <laughs> flying cars yeah. <laughs> i'm very bummed about it i ride the bus sometimes that's as close as we can get <laughs> <laughs> or an uber or, or a yeah. lift yeah 
Oh, you get crazy Uber drivers. Yeah, but man. then they all want to talk to you, and you're like, no. I'm trying to vibe like, out I'm right like now. I'm like an introvert. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? They don't teach us the right things in school, I believe, right? Like, I feel like there should be a chunk of school devoted to teaching you how to say no. Yes. Like, like very real life things that aren't, like, necessarily, like, books or, like, book smarts or te- something for a test or whatnot. It's more, like... I don't know how to buy a house. Do you know how to buy a house? I don't know how to buy a house. Stuff like that, you know, or, or like they taught me to like do my taxes like manually by hand in like seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. would I remember that? You know what I mean? Like I wasn't doing taxes for another few years. Yeah, just like, I've never heard the word taxes until high school. <laughs> yeah, until you got your first job and you looked was at your that check like and you're like, mm. class or <laughs> I don't even know what class it was. I just remember it being like seventh grade. And I'm like, obviously, I'm like, I don't have to worry about taxes. So I just like filed that in a way that things I don't ever have to remember. The best class I ever took was personal finance. And as I was learning it, it was like, why the fuck aren't you teaching this in school? Like, it was just so much what information. Were you guys yeah, going what was to that? These classes it was in college. Were? Oh, okay. It was college. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah. what high school did you go to? Oh, I want to no, go no, there. No, no, no. They didn't teach us much in okay. college. Uh, yeah. My uh, high school, I mean, uh, my high school was the high school where they were like, oh, a lot of y'all aren't going to go to college, so let's teach y'all trade skills. So I walked out of there with my CNA, which was amazing. Nice. Yeah, that's actually really valuable. It was, especially because I didn't have to do anything during class. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Um, Yeah, saying no is super hard. And I actually just took a class on like managing. It was like managing your time and like getting your time back and just like managing expectations other people have of you. So like someone just drops by your desk and like want to chat and interrupt you. And that takes like five to 21 minutes to get back to what you were working on or you know someone asks you to do something and then you like you're like at work and you're like mm, probably should say yes it's like work but also it's like not my job and like how to like say no to people in a way that's like diplomatic and makes them like not upset the class title is how to respectfully work force for a boss who you know <laughs> isn't shit <laughs> <laughs> well it's not necessarily just your boss it could be even like coworkers and whatnot and be like oh like i need this from you or you know whatever so yeah, it was a really awesome class. There was some of the stuff we didn't get to get to, like how to say no, but there's like, they gave us this like 90 page document of like, part of it was just like all these things you could say to like get out of stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be using that. <laughs> all all the, the list of excuses. Right, right. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, I think people like um, maybe you, maybe me. Definitely not you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm curious. Uh, We benefit from coming from the slacker side because I now know what I used to do to take advantage of people to get them to do all my work. So, like, if we... Not now. I've grown up. (laughs) But in high school, if we were on... If we were doing a science project together, I know that you care about the grade. (laughs) You (laughs) would manipulate me. (laughs) I got an A on an English project. It was a book report thing. Uh, I got an A. I had not been to class in a week. <laughs> so so you think, must have been teamed up with the, the type A's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out for you. In college, I transitioned. <laughs> like in lab, 
I'll admit, I would do my part. So yeah. like, I'm not going to do any of the work, but I'll make sure that the Bunsen burners are burning perfectly. <laughs> like, I'll make sure you have a sharpened pen. Yeah. You know, I'll raise my hand so you don't have to waste your shoulder energy holding, you know, holding Wait, your hand Would you at up. least like present if like need be the project? I'll present because I'm a talker. So okay. I can take a little bit of information. That's fine. So as long as someone would present for me back in the day, like I hated talking in front of people. So as long as someone was willing to like do that part, I was like, yeah, I'll do the whole thing. I don't care. Like <laughs> I like, hated talking yeah. in front of people that much go. that I would literally do the whole thing myself if someone would just like say it to the class for me. <laughs> but see, we have the expertise of knowing when someone's bullshitting and trying to make us do their work because we were on the other side of it. Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> you don't? Well, I mean, maybe I'm even, like, also thinking that, but I'm also, like, not able to say it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, gosh, I probably should. They won't like me anymore. You know, that whole mindset. Okay. But it's like you're kind of teaching that now through your blog. Mm-hmm. I mean, another great like, class would be... be like me. <laughs> like, yeah. How to make friends. That'd yeah, be another great class. Mm-hmm. And uh, you got that blog? I hear a lot of people my age have that, or just young people in general, young adults just, like, have that problem. Because, like, you know, your friends move away or, um, you know, they're in a different life stage than you and they're having kids and you're not. And so you got to, like, find... People that are more in your your life stage again. I thought we all were gonna wait till the same age to what have happens? kids. What, what happened? <laughs> we all agreed in high school we were all our kids were gonna go to high college <laughs> kid uh, school together. They were gonna play each other in football. But some of my friends have started having kids, and liars. it's like liars. You know, my best friend actually is like thinking about trying to start having a kid i'm like i'm not ready i'm not ready like i don't care about your schedule i'm not ready okay like you're i'm not ready to lose you like we still need to go out we have things to do we're supposed to be in this together all right holding hands in the operating room as we're having children i'm not ready yeah (sighs) it's not fair not so you're 26 i'm 26 yeah yeah Yeah. not happening right now weddings that's another one, man. I know. I'm tired of seeing great men fall. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, invite me to your wedding, though, because I love going to weddings. I got one coming up soon. It's going to be. You go to so many weddings a year, man. <laughs> I feel like I like never the dance. I do, too. Oh, my God. You got to get out there. Yeah. Uh, are you the first one out? Uh, out? On the dance floor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm, like, getting everyone out. Yeah. Are you Randy Mawson for the... Uh, Dive NFL receiver for the bouquet. I, I Are you know. that type of lady? No. Okay. I don't know who Randy Moss is, but no, I'm not. Dive. I'm the one that like leaves. So I'm like, yikes! You gotta get out of here. You're like not ready. <laughs> Ain't about that life yet. Okay. So uh, talking more about your blog, uh, what do you think people get from it? Um, that's a good question. I think people. So for people that are like know me from back home and whatnot, they use it as a way to like follow along with my life here um, that we don't get to like talk as much or, you know, you just kind of not like drift apart. But, you know, there's only so much time. And if you're not around then people kind of focus on the people that are around them. So it's their way of like keeping in touch and keeping track of me and knowing what I'm up to um, for people here. um, or just, you know, people in general, I think they really like that I'm honest. I try to write in a way that's, like, very authentic to, like, the way I talk. Um, I try to make jokes, you know, that I would in real life. Maybe they don't come across over, you know, text as well. But um, people like that it's relatable. um, And it's stuff that you don't see very often. Like, I see, like, 
I'll read other posts that are like how to make friends and they're all like not good. <laughs> <laughs> like not like actual actionable tips. Like they're like, oh, well, you just got to like put yourself out there. Like, yeah, but like how, like where do you find these people? <laughs> you know, like how do you make them? Um, and so mine's really about like the resources I used and um, like apps and stuff that you can like where other people are like looking to make friends and they're also uncomfortable with it. And so then you just got to make that awkward step to like, hey, do you want to be my friend? Um, <laughs> which isn't like everyone wants to make friends. So like don't be intimidated by it. Even if it's weird the first time you like ask somebody to hang out. Like I remember the first girl that I was like really wanted to be friends with. I was in this group where we'd hang out with like a bunch of women all at the same time. I'm like, great. Like I love hanging out with them, but like I'm not like making any like friendships on the side, you know? so I reached out to this one girl. It was probably so cringy. <laughs> I like texted her this like paragraph and I was just, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was just like, oh, like I'm, you know, I, I don't want this to be weird. And like, I just like was like justifying something. I'm like, but I, you know, you're really funny and you seemed really personal and you gave me your number. And I was just like, I hope you remember me. And like, would you like maybe want to be my friend sometime and like hang out? And she was just like, la she laughed and she was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like you could tell she was so like, like, oh, God bless her heart. But um, yeah. And then after that, it just kind of gets easier and easier and more natural. Whereas you're not maybe having to have that, like, will you be my friend talk, but more just like <laughs> naturally coming to hang out and whatnot um but yeah there's actual real actionable tips and not just like put yourself out there um are so, you and this girl still friends yeah actually okay. she just like got engaged and to one of the guys that like she i remember her like talking to me about before she started dating him and like all that and she just moved and she just got engaged and all that so I got I got a Christmas card okay. last year, so I, I think we're, yeah I'd say we're still friends. Okay, oh the yeah. Christmas card. Do you send out Christmas cards? So I'm always like that slacker that's like yeah I'm gonna do it, and then I like never take the photo um, to do it. And yeah, I actually just I actually did a photo shoot today and got some good Christmas card photos, but it's like December twenty fourth. Are so. you making them yourself? I I don't feel like it's I would, but it's december 24th i feel like i can't send a christmas card anymore <laughs> so i got it for next year so okay. we're good for next year i got some photos for next year but. i just feel like everyone always talks about hallmark cards and valentine's day being made by the the big corporation to a made-up holiday to sell shit christmas cards complete waste of money really yeah when i think christmas cards is like the photos of like the family or like whoever that is an email <laughs> you don't have to spend a cent. If we're close enough that I have your email and you would like to see me and my family, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, definitely email him, I guess. Um, no, I think it's nice to get something in the mail nowadays, though. And you get to hang it on your fridge and, like, I don't know. I think it's nice. That's I like to send people letters sometimes. Handwritten letters? Yeah. I do want to do my future wedding through email. Really? Like, yeah. your, your invite? I want to do it through email. Okay. Like, I think there's a lot of money that is spent on a wedding. And, and like, I have managed to get my head around a lot, some of the expenses. But the the cards are the thing I have not. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just can't. I guess that's fair. Depending on how many people you have, it can be, you know, it can get really costly. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Email's free. I mean, sh group text. 
<laughs> I don't know if you can like text that many people in a gr- like a group text. I think there's probably a limit. And then there's that one person who doesn't understand group text etiquette. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Slack channel. Exactly. Yeah. Is, you're talking to one person. The two of you are having a conversation on the group chat. It does not need to be in the group chat. Take that off the group chat. <laughs> are you? Uh, have you got to the point where you're bold enough to say that? Like. Um. No, I haven't really had that like super bad where it's, I've been that person, I think. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, we will take this offline because <laughs> um, you think it's going to be like one or two messages and then it like goes into this whole thing. And then you're like, all right, sorry, we've like totally bombarded this chat and like gone off. I don't think I've ever had it like super bad. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. I used to coach volleyball. And so they're all like 12 and 13 <laughs> and they like wanted me in their group chat and then they're all like talking about 12 and 13 year old stuff and i'm like oh, i don't want to be in this group chat anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah you guys know i'm in this one maybe like create a separate one without me like i don't need to hear about this stuff <laughs> i guess we're gonna hang out and smoke weed later uh, <laughs> right before the game right maybe the coach won't notice yeah are you a setter i am okay just wonder how'd you know that that's <laughs> just a question i don't know i can play anything but i was a setter yeah okay mm-hmm. oh that's a position yeah mm-hmm. okay so you know the person that like sets yeah sets, yeah that's me yeah yeah but i can hit pass serve to okay. all the things so i'm a watcher i <laughs> <laughs> don't think i've ever actually played volleyball oh you should it's really fun yeah the uh what's this called the uh passing or bumping or bumping yeah um, don't like bumpers. <laughs> Do not like bumpers. Why? Um, like as a person or like the position? Anyone who plays bumper, I don't like them. Why? Uh, because you can dig in and so like me playing volleyball, I just know hit it up and spike it. And so, <laughs> you know, just typical and uh, so we used to do this tournament at college, and it was like mud, mud slide, mud something. We played yeah. in the mud. Oh. And uh, it was amazing, and my team was doing really well. And then we went up against, like, the girls' intramural, uh, no, the girls' volleyball team. Yeah. So we would think we would spike it, because my friend is, like, 6'5". <laughs> And I saw this girl just, my friend spiked it and almost started celebrating. And she just dug in and just popped it up. And they would continue every single time we spiked it. That's her that, job. Oh, yeah. like you talking about down by the ground? Yeah, like the, mm-hmm. like your best bumpers can get right up in and just bump it back up to their setter. Mm-hmm. Does and that count? That's, yeah. That should it count. should As long as the ball doesn't touch the ground, yeah. Like you could literally like have your hand like flat. It's called a pancake dive. Like it's like a kind of last resort. If you have your hand like and it hits your hand like on that's like basically on the ground and pops up like that counts as long as it doesn't touch the ground we need to get the referees from volleyball into the nba <laughs> if they can spot that shit mm-hmm. i demand i demand i demand well they have cuz it's more contained in a area that they can see so like there's the down ref and the up ref so the up ref is the one that's like on the stand and they're watching the net and the down refs watching under the net and then they have like line judges that are like on each corner and they're the ones like watching closer to see that stuff so there's more like was that your like primary sport was that your favorite um it was yeah it was my favorite i really loved basketball too um i did actually i think i quit like my junior senior year i think i can't remember I was actually like varsity as like a freshman. I really loved basketball, but just like the catting, like the, there was so much more cattiness in basketball. Like it was unreal. Are you a Pistons fan? Um, I'm actually not a big sports watching fan, so sorry about you it. Pistons are catty. I will go to a game. I just don't like watching it on TV, so that's my thing. 
And okay. also, I'd prefer to play. So. Okay, fair well, enough. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Because I'm like, oh, just let me out there. I'm like, just kidding. Like, don't let me out there. They're like six five, and I'm like five eight. It's fine. Don't. Five eight's tall. Yeah, but not like you know when your guy's like tall. six seven. You know, Muncie, man. Yeah. You just uh, zoom. Just that's true. I just like go under their, their legs. legs. Yeah. Yeah. I have trouble catching my nephew. He's very wiry. Agile. Okay, I know where I'm going to go with this. Okay. Uh, so, we do this part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a surprise. I don't know how, how far you got into the episode that you listened to. I listened to the whole episode. Okay, well, yeah. then it's not a surprise. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked right now. I don't okay. know what it is. <laughs> uh, we do this thing called motivational speech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you put music behind it and everything. Yeah, we do. There's no music right now. Yeah, so, but, it's an yeah, acapella. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so like on anything or? Yeah, like you just, essentially I am telling you right now, I'm like Nick Cannon, I'm telling you to go on stage and give your TED Talk. Oh gosh, I gave so many TED Talks during this interview, I feel like I should get a pass. <laughs> um, what should be my TED Talk? The crowd is waiting, Andrew and I are just sitting in the crowd with our lighters up. It's Nick Cannon, I'm Eminem, we have ended our beef. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I would say don't be afraid of change and um, don't let things that scare you um, like stop you from doing it. Um, don't let fear get to you. So obviously I, I talked about earlier that I was like terrified of moving here. Um, this Being on this podcast terrified me, to be honest with you. As I said, I'm not a public speaker, so um and I'm doing it anyway. I moved here anyway, besides that. And it was one of the best things that I've ever done. Um, hopefully, <laughs> this is one of the best things I've ever done. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, so you grow so much from putting yourself into uncomfortable situations, um, whether you realize it at the time or not. Um, I am, like, not afraid to do – I wouldn't say I'm not afraid, but I can do things now that I, like – didn't imagine before because I because I moved here and I like proved myself like I literally moved here with no job I knew no one I had never been here and like I got a job I have all these amazing friends like I'm doing all these amazing things and that I never would have imagined and all possible because I moved here like had I not moved here I probably would have been miserable at some dead-end job stuck in a you know the city that I wasn't happy with and just stuck in Michigan in general in the cold winter for six months so um your choices lead you to crazy things that you never would have expected and they lead you in a different route and then you got to make another choice which leads you in a different route and it's just really awesome to look back on your life and be like wow had I not made that choice my life would have been so different and just embrace it like change is going to happen whether you like it or not and it's it'll come easier if you just let it happen as opposed to like fighting it then it's really just it's going to happen regardless and if you're fighting it then it's just going to be a more drastic thing that's going to happen to you as opposed to just kind of like in a kind of easing you into it so i guess that would be my ted talk okay yeah so i have a question follow-up question for you um you haven't seen a therapist yet you didn't see a therapist who you got here yes so well i had a couple times but not like consistently yes so how did you at that person Allie, and at that time Allie type a how did she get to the point where she was able to move um (laughs) that's a good question so I kind of was like, I don't 
even know like how I'm trying to remember so basically I knew I wanted to move for a long time and people kept talking me out of it I was letting people other people's fear get to me my fear get to me all that good stuff and just like the fear of the unknown and all that um and just like and also like possible shame you know like what if I don't make it and then I have to come back here and everyone's like oh I knew she couldn't make it you know um, so that kind of held me know? back. Huh? <laughs> Who do you know? Like, you got people that be like, she didn't make it. I told her. I'm sure. Like, yeah. that's just like my inner critic probably thinking that. Um, and there are probably some people, you know, like small town minds are like, oh, like no one gets out of here. You know, you know, whatever. All that Fair good enough. stuff. Um, but yeah, so. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> I was saying, like, how did you mentally prepare oh, to get down here? Yeah, like, you kind of just have to do it, really. Um, you just got to, like, make the decision and not I try not to think about it, for me at least, because I will, like, overanalyze everything. I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's not the right time right now. Or maybe I should wait till I've saved up more money. Or maybe I should um, wait till I find a job and just wait a little bit longer. Like, all that stuff, would, like, I just, like, that's why I had to do it, like, really quick. Like, I had, like, two, three weeks before I like I made the decision then I moved like two three weeks later because like if I had like sat with that decision for like from like oh I'm moving on this date like three months from now like it probably wouldn't have happened I would have talked myself out of it so for me personally that's the way I was able to do it some people might you know do it another way but yeah that's really and then you just gotta just brace yourself you know tell people and you know the supportive people in your life um Luckily, I had, like, connected with someone before I had moved, like, someone, like, when I first moved here, I live with roommates. I live alone now, but um, one of my roommates actually knew someone, and they connected someone, that person, to me before I would even moved there, and then, like, ended up being my first friend here. We're still friends to this day. He helped me so much when I first moved here. Um, so that was, like, lucky, but that's not the case for everyone, but just making sure you have a support system, you know, you know where you're going to live, you're in a safe living environment all that good stuff and then just get there get your nose in the ground experience everything network meet new people and just kind of figure it out like you're gonna be fine you're gonna be fine you're gonna figure it out you're not gonna let yourself starve you're not gonna let yourself get evicted you're not gonna you know you're gonna do what you need to do and for me it was the kick in the butt I needed I don't want I don't want to go back home so I was like okay I have to make it right so that worked for me it may not work for everybody but you know push comes to shove you aren't going to want to let yourself get evicted and starve so you'll, you'll yeah. make something work until you can figure out the next step so yeah that sounds like a voice of gleason <laughs> what <laughs> that instead of voice of reason i'm going to voice that's my slogan that is my slogan <laughs> who's gonna say it who's gonna tell uh, him who's gonna tell him it's not my job and we're gonna talk about responsibility we're workshopping <laughs> you're uh you're the expert at this um i see where you were going with it like the it made sense once you explained it i don't think people would realize that like you just from closer. hearing it you see what okay. she did she started out with the positive attributes <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it's sandwich in and then yeah. she hits then, you with what she really wanted yeah, to say. the constructive criticism there, <laughs> there you go yeah it's got to be something that's like obvious like if someone just heard you say it and they didn't know anything else like oh like that's funny or that makes sense Foo whoop. like voice of gleason they're like what you know uh, Sturgle. No. Uh, so, like, a, drink, like, what was the guy's 
thing. It was like drink water and what was it? Uh, drink. Wait, get money, drink water. Like that just makes sense. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Like you don't need any context. Everyone can agree with those two things. What about <laughs> what? this? Is just hypothetical. What about I keep it McReal? Do you understand that the person keeps it real? For you, um, yes, but I feel like that might be like a McDonald's. You know, like you're gonna like McReal, Mc. Well, we're learning. But we're no, learning. but that was good. Like that was better than his. <laughs> Rest your feet, stay in your seats, eat red meats. <laughs> <laughs> Gleason's. No. Too long. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> Rest your feet, stay in your. I, no. Just now. <laughs> I don't even like have anything like nice to say about that. One. <laughs> Trim your nails. Stay out of jail. Gleason. No. Uh, <laughs> you keep trying though. Yeah, don't ever give up. Yeah. Yeah. Chase never, your dream. Never give up. Uh, yeah. We're just gonna move on. <laughs> so nice you've part. done it. You you faced your fears. You've been on a podcast. Yeah. Uh, did you have to do any preparation like to to get in the mental space to, to face your fear? To do this or to to do this? Okay. Yeah. No, I had to listen to some or. I listened to one episode. I was going to listen to more, but I got caught up at work. Um, I checked, like, the other descriptions and, like, um, you know, headlines for it to make sure I wasn't, like, talking about something that someone else already talked about, at least as far as I could look back. Um, and then also tried not to think about it a lot because okay. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, stress myself out. Um, yeah, and just uh, breathe and try to be yourself. So hopefully you guys think I'm funny. I don't know. You did it. <laughs> Who did it? Yeah, uh, I did it. High five. I feel, the, I feel left. Oh, we I, I, I mean, one. you put your hand down first. Okay, so. okay. fair enough. <laughs> I thought it was just for Andrew, but then I wanted to jump in. Well, now I feel like I should have just give him the You should have. Yeah. That would have been the best move. Uh, you can reflect How about on that. We, we do our own thing. We pound it. Yeah. yeah. Pound it. Don't get around it. Gleason. I'm still working over here. Uh, I mean, that was better, but that could also be, you know, taken a different way unless you want it to be taken that way. I don't know. That was your intention. All my stuff is G-rated. Mm. Um, not a filthy, degenerate comic like some people. Pointing fingers here. Pointing fingers. Oh, um, that's not my brand. My brand is very positive, mm. so I'm okay with that, and I'll let him say okay. what he wants. Uh, I keep it McReal comedy over here. <laughs> you know it's grown on me. It's grown on me. It is? Yeah. A I, bit. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so what do you have going on? Like what's in the works for 2020 and the final six days, seven days of uh Yes. Something like that. Seven days. Um, nothing like going on the next seven days. I have some blog posts like coming out. Um, what else? Hopefully, you know, still be up elite next year. I'm sure I will be. Um, what else? You gotta go out for New Year's. Oh, I'm going out for New Year's. Okay, I'm going to sure. a Roaring Twenties like New Year's Eve party because yeah. like 2020, you gotta like this is our one chance we gotta oh, do it. I didn't even yeah yeah okay. the 20s. What's that? Is that like suits and big frilly dresses? Like the flapper, yeah, yeah. Okay. The situation. Long so that'll be cigarette holders. Yeah, yeah, and the like gloves and then yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. I'm excited. Oh, I, everyone 2020 vision. should go out for New Year's is my motto. What? Yeah. yeah, I think. Every year? Every year. I think you should always have a New Year's kiss, no matter what. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 
right. I mean, it just sets the tone for the year, right? It does. It brings it in joyfully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or you're awkwardly standing there not having anyone to kiss in New Year's, and then that's just weird and sad. True. True. You just ask somebody. Ask somebody random. Like, I'll be like, hey, I, I believe Hey, in... you want to make out? <laughs> On New Year's, everyone is nicer. Yeah, that's true. They, they are. Yeah, they're like, I don't want to be left out either. So, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so what else do you got going on in 2020? I interrupted you. Yeah, um, just nothing like yet. Things kind of come up last minute for me, um, like opportunity-wise, but I'm hoping to collaborate with more people in 2020. It's one of my New Year's resolutions. You heard it here first. Um, and then just writing blog posts, living life. Hopefully going to be doing some travel, writing some more. I want to write some more like um, posts about Raleigh specifically and like and some little like weekender trips, like um, recommendations and stuff for places around here. So like Savannah, I went to Charleston and stuff like that to give some tips for people who are going for like a weekend um, and how to like weekend in Raleigh and all that good stuff. So okay. there's some, some, some cool posts coming up. So, That's you know, cool. follow me on Instagram, Be you know, follow out. my blog, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff. What's the name of the blog one more time? AlyssaInTheCity.com. And then my Instagram is Allie underscore in the city. And that's my Twitter as well. Do you tweet a lot? No. <laughs> okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm like, I feel like people are really funny on Twitter. And like, I feel like I'm funny in real life, but I feel like when it comes to like, oh, I got to tweet something funny, it's like, just How do you do like it? blank, you know, it's hard. Drafts help me. Yeah. If I, if I think of a funny, like one liner or some, a short joke, mm-hmm. I'll just save it into drafts. Mm-hmm. So like, I always have a bank. So I'm like, I haven't tweeted in a while. I mm-hmm. need to keep uh whatever impressions up so okay. just like throw one of those out there but okay. Huh. okay what about you you got any twitter tips uh i don't <laughs> i just randomly think of shit and then i'll tweet it right then and there okay uh, and then I always add a uh, gif yeah um if you were to relates. tweet something right now what would you tweet uh I'll let my co-host answer that because he's, he's <laughs> better off the top of his head and then I'll answer and then you can answer. We can oh, all tweet our, uh, tweet our feelings. Yeah, <laughs> I would say, um, first of all, I want my message to be, my tweet to be positive. I feel like Twitter can be a really negative place. So it's going to be something positive like uh, stay healthy, stay positive. No, wait, stay healthy, get tested, stay positive. <laughs> you don't want to be positive though. Oh. Uh, Uh, (laughs) he almost spit out his coffee (laughs) that would be my tweet no going to your twitter what's trending right now yeah what it depends on what's trending what's the latest news let's let's find out what's trending um i probably do the uh the evil laugh gif and you're right with the gifts man it's like it's something crazy, like eighty-eight percent more engagement with an image. Exactly. Uh, I would say hanging out with my friend and another cool person, uh, and we don't know which one is which. Yeah, I I make it. Uh, is this two thousand seven or? Yeah, uh, wow. could be. <laughs> that tweet was two thousand seven. That wow. was a good um, year. How do you even? I think. Oh, it's trending. Oh, here we go. What was I? I was sixteen. And I clearly don't like Twitter a lot. Spies in disguise in theaters tomorrow. Christmas Eve, Merry Xmas, JC. I don't know what that means. JC Penny, Merry Christmas, JC Penny. Oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, he teases a new album, apparently. Uh, Kevin Spacey 
releases an, another House of Cards inspired something. Uh, Justin Bieber, you're Cash the reason why I don't Christmas. go by my first name anymore. <laughs> no, it's not one. <laughs> I know, but I would. Is that your tweet? At Justin Bieber? It would be. Um, hashtag Cash App Christmas. I need to see <laughs> some of these tweets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. My tw- uh, Venmo me at Andrew Gleason NC. <laughs> oh, people are just sending out money as a part of a charity retweet and get $500 in your Cash App. What? Oh. That sounds fake. Yeah. You want to try it? It's funny that Cash App tr- Christmas is trending. It's just a bunch of scammers trying to make money. I will be tweeting uh, clips of this episode when we get to uh, release this. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Gleason NC. Same handle for Instagram and uh, TikTok. I would say uh, I would tweet, I'm hanging out with Andrew and Alyssa and then I would put in quotation, spelled the only way that you should spell Alyssa. And thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I would retweet that because that is right. Okay. It's the only way you spell Alyssa. There you go. That's the hill I'll die on. <laughs> <laughs> My tweet would probably have to do with something Cash App Christmas because that's just hilarious. If you get money, there you go. Um, except I don't have Cash App, but like Venmo me, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like support me, you know. What is that like Patreon or whatever? Like uh, support the content. I'm gonna start <laughs> out here grinding for you, spending my money on this boots. So you guys will have places to go. <laughs> Alley in the city. Um, Alley in Venmo. the city. Okay. So <laughs> final statements. What do you want to say? Uh, follow humor and mistakes. Humor dot and dot mistakes on Instagram. It's a new Instagram page. We're trying to grow it. Uh, you can find us on wherever you're obviously listening to this. That's dumb. Uh, like our Facebook page. Send us a message. Leave a review. Let us know what you want us to improve. And uh, shit, if you are a local listener, send us a message. I'll give you uh, two free tickets to a stand-up show coming up. Ooh, that's going to be hard to top. I didn't get free stand-up tickets. I will give you two free tickets to a stand-up show on Saturday. What's what's the show? Uh, Just couple stand-up comedians is it here yeah oh, okay i'll give Maybe. you tickets to any show you want that's here okay free, fine oh. free shows oh. ticket. Mm. <laughs> i'm getting all we're competing offers. we're competing right now <laughs> look if you do you follow me yeah 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 so uh as a him. follower I i'll give you three t no never mind i'll take so, it back yeah, already i follow unfollow him oh. you'll get three <laughs> tickets <laughs> okay uh, what do you want to leave the people with well you didn't give your Oh, uh, oh! Uh, what's you, your handle? What's yeah, my handle? What's your handle? I where where can we find real. you? Is that really? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> um, it's Akeem McReal on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and then Donovan McNeil on Facebook. So you can find me there. And uh, if you've ever made a mistake, you can join on the show. Uh, we're trying to reach out to do uh, interviews over the internet so if you're interesting reach out and we'll make it happen even if you're not local and uh yeah you should do it even if it scares you there you go <laughs> i did it so can you um so yeah as i already said i'm Alyssa in the city.com ally underscore in the city on instagram and twitter um be nice to me and tell me what you think but also just be nice about it <laughs> um and share with all your friends um DM me. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. Like I'm, I'm nice. I'm, I hang out. I got actually recognized. Did I tell you guys that? What? I got like recognized in real life. It was like amazing. Was that <laughs> at like a, Yelp a goal event, for you? At a Yelp Elite event, I was like, oh. they were like Allie, and I was like, what? And they're like Allie in the city, and I was like, yes. 
I have well, a fan. How, how long does it take to become a Yelp elite? Um, it depends yeah, on this. how much effort you put into it. I think it took me. At first, I didn't put a lot of effort into it. It took me about probably like four or five months. Is it possible to do just reviewing like Burger King? <laughs> as long as you're reviewing, they really don't care what you're okay. reviewing. So, yeah. Oh, we're about to be the elite Just make class. sure it's like quality Shit. and you're like taking pictures and stuff. That's fine. You know, find out what I'm I think about, about Bacon so brand new once yeah. I become a Yelp elite. Come hang out with me at Yelp elite events. Um, <laughs> I'm act so classy. There you go. I'm going to be smacking food out. You're going to like take a picture with your burger, like pinky out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One in doubt, pinky out. That's Excuse my life motto. Me, what is this? <laughs> is this supposed to be a hamburger, you <laughs> trash? <No. laughs> yeah, the British accent in the Yelp review over text. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny if you could have someone read your like Yelp reviews to you in an accent. Like, you can choose the accent. Like, that would be a fun podcast. That would drop be fun. a YouTube. We should do a YouTube video and just drop the link, and that would be our reviews. <gasps> yes, read. Oh my gosh. And each one is in a character. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, I like this. Going on down to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Listen, yes. guys, uh, down here in Bojangles, those uh, Cajun filet biscuits. <laughs> I love those Cajun filet biscuits, though. Yeah, the best. For real. Uh, um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It's been been a treat. I hope uh, hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope I gave you some something to go off of, and you learned something from me. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM me or anything like that reach out to me um email me through my blog whichever um let's chat if you have any questions about therapy or anything i'm more than happy to give you kind of more in depth if you want to share your experience or talk about anything with me so or if you're looking to move tomorrow she yes. can give you some advice just pick tips. up your life yes dm me or read my blog i have all the stuff all the tips definitely or if you want to make a new friend you could just reach out to me and be my friend or you could read my blog and make good <laughs> friends that aren't me whichever so Awesome. All right, little mistakers. This has been Andrew, Ali, and McNeil. Remember, mistakes are okay. And uh, we out. Thank you for listening to the podcast all the way through. If you've enjoyed this, please like and subscribe. Or just let us know what we can do to improve your listening experience. Thank you, little mistakers.